Welcome to episode four of the Principals Podcast. This is Tom Gabern, Principal of Kenton High School. We have our two hosts. Donnie Maynard. Jack Sorg, what's up? Hey, Jack, what is the Principals Podcast? All right, so the Principals Podcast is a weekly podcast to connect with our Kenston stakeholders uh, who want to get a snippet of what's going on in the school. And so that's uh, all, we're all for that. We're going to give them all that information. Thank you for that fine definition of the Principals Podcast. You're Any welcome. new listeners, we welcome you. Um, also, we want you to follow us on social media, um, especially on Twitter, either at KHS Bomber Media or my handle at tgabram underscore khs hashtag hashtag principles podcast principles podcast principles podcast jack talk just briefly about bomber media you're in that class right now how yeah. much stuff are you guys putting out there on twitter and i i follow yeah just for our listeners if, if they're not following bomber media they really should yes they definitely should we are putting out um, we just did a sports recap a couple weeks ago uh victor gresta actually just uh we were talking about this morning. Um, he just created a really, really nice story of the homecoming parade. He had a lot of great shots. Nice. Uh, it had a conflict in it, which is very new for just a school story, Mr. Novak was saying. And so that's on the uh, Bomber Media Twitter. We got all the information about the podcast on there. And, um, again, we're just posting up all the, uh, the stuff that we show in Homeroom, mm-hmm. all of the stuff that our class puts together, those, like, the um, sports recaps or like someone did a story on the play or anything like that um, that all goes on the bottom media so people should go check it out great stuff great experience for for those kids who want to you know oh, yeah. look at a media pathway definitely uh, Donnie did you see the uh, principal's podcast logo did you oh I did yeah, what, did you, I, what did you think of <laughs> absolutely beautiful <laughs> got like the Billy the Bomber glasses on you know or the or just aviation glasses on gave him it's looking so so nice. Didn't, I think, I, yeah, what, didn't Malchus just go ahead and call you? He's like, just yeah, Mr. Malchus was a little frustrated with visual design <laughs> class. He's like, they're just struggling. They're struggling. Let me just get a quick shot. And he's like, just smile. <laughs> and so I did. And I was at meetings on Friday. Then he put it out there. And I was like, all right, I'm good with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. that it looks, looks good. good. Yeah. Um, we may have to add, though, something with you guys as oh, well. Yeah. You know, a little face like, in the top right corner. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> like, hanging yeah. over the top. Exactly. Maybe. We'll, we'll work smile. on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll throw it back to the design class, but yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just want to let our listeners know, um, Mr. James Reinhardt will be joining us uh, next Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever we produce next week. Um, as you know, though, he is from Ganley Chevy of Aurora oh, yeah. and wants to be a proud sponsor of the Principals Podcast. So, oh, yeah. um, as I mentioned last time, uh, he may help us out with some some more uh, equipment, AV equipment, yeah. uh, specifically some mics. So he's excited about that. He's excited of, about getting um, involved in kind of our Kenston culture yeah. and has some really awesome ideas for some student incentive programs, which, oh, really which awesome. we'll talk yeah, we'll talk about next week. Um, but I'm pretty excited to develop that partnership and, and he's really been sponsoring a lot of things with Kenston over the last two, three years. Um, stadium sponsorship with signage, also in the main gym with Ganley. But he's also involved in um, you know, some programs over at Timmins, some reading and literacy programs, which is awesome, you know, yeah. for our, our young uh, readers coming up. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't want to sponsor the best 
podcast at Kensington High School. <laughs> you know it, Donnie. I also got awesome. a, I also got a 2011 Acadia that I wonder if you could do something for me there. Wow, I think I think so. Yeah, hopefully, okay. yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. also got a dent in the side, broken window. It's, it's over 100 to like 120,000 miles on it. Yeah. No, he's yeah. you know he's gonna take a look at it. Yeah, he's so. got to take a look. At it. So hopefully. So let's uh let's go back a little bit to it was a really busy week um, very busy very busy oh, week. Uh, tons of events i think i was here on campus almost every night six nights in a row but that's that's part of my deal and i love it but anyway so um it's all about homecoming week and yeah. i just want to start and I, I don't know if you guys made it out to the uh, hall of fame inductions but it was it was a great night last wednesday uh just historical night a lot of history and, and we talked about the indu- the inductees um last uh, last last podcast, but it was it was fantastic. A lot of family community members showed up. Um, great speeches, great videos, which was again was part of the bomber media class. Yeah, um, and it was great. Um, bomber games. What's going on with bomber games? What yeah. is going on with bomber games? I don't know. Participation levels seem to be down a little bit. So yeah, we've been discussing like should we re- revise it? You know, make it. I don't know about the availability of kids on certain right. times of scheduling. I don't know if you guys heard anything. Did yeah. you guys participate, well, um, like when you were freshman, sophomore, in some of those games? So I do, I do regret it not doing it earlier on in our years. And I wanted to do it this year, but again, I had to play, so I couldn't. I had to. You're pretty busy. Pretty busy. Yeah. So and I don't know about you, Donnie. Well, I didn't make it out this year, but in years prior, I did it. But it seems like it's not as hot with like the older kids now which in turn makes it not as cool for like the younger kids yeah because i think a big problem is a lot of the younger kids aren't going out Mm -hmm. it used to be where mostly seniors were always doing it and then that kind of made everyone want to do it it was like you know something cool that we can all participate in and now just it's like a dying you know trend almost it's i know and i don't know i don't want to see it go i think it was very popular like four years ago it's fun and yeah and it brother, is fun they, they compete yeah and so you know everyone has their their class t-shirt and and maybe we just need to build some more incentive and look at the timing of the availability i know it's tough for like fall sport athletes mm-hmm. um but hey we're open for any feedback so again if you have ideas suggestions go ahead and tweet those ideas out listeners and we're definitely going to consider them so you know the hashtag principles podcast <laughs> hashtag principles podcast um you, we somebody mentioned the parade already but um what a great turnout for our community that yeah. really has become a, a tradition um the addition of billy the bomber you know walking with the floats oh, yeah. the, these kids they the little ones they love him yeah. yeah they shake his hand they give him high fives you know it's it's a it's a really great thing that we have this mascot now whose idea was that for that mascot you know what i don't know i was this you know billy billy came to us last year yeah you know right. he flew in and he's like i need a home yeah. and <laughs> we were like this is your home yes. we are the home of the bombers this is where you belong just fell um, in place it did he just showed up but no it was an idea that we were thinking for the last uh couple yeah. we good yeah that's okay. all right. the last couple years but um you know it's i think it's going to be a long-standing tradition and um again the, the kids the community they love him so it's a nice addition to what we have here in our culture here at kenston yeah definitely is like that icon now you know yeah. wherever you go billy's always there at the games the i saw him do like that middle school um 
Oh, where he ran out, yeah. Yeah, and the kids were just high-fiving him. Yeah. I heard everyone yelling as soon as he came yeah. in. It was a cool video. He's a celebrity. Yeah. Celebrity at this celebrity. point. I had, to, I had to help him. I had to help out Billy at the game, actually, the homecoming game. Oh, yeah? Uh, he unfortunately was going too hard, and uh, his bandana that he was wearing oh. fell over his eyes. Yeah. Oh, no. And he couldn't see. So he goes, <laughs> hey, person I don't know. And then he called me into the middle school, and I had to help him out. And... uh yeah, it was weird, because, uh, like... Even even heroes fall sometimes, Even you know? heroes fall sometimes. They all need a little bit of assistance. Yeah. Here and there. So I went in and helped him, and then he came in, and he's like, always with me. So wow. It's like, that's a story to tell good your stuff. grandchildren. Yeah, I know. I had Billy yeah, the bomber. Inside scoop there, Jack. This yeah. close. <laughs> inches away from that's, me. That's awesome. And <laughs> the game was another fantastic, spirited, um, you know, event that we had. And close one. A little adversity. I think it's good for the team to face first half. They come out, though, face that, uh, you know, tough will be south team and yeah. and persevere you know yeah. so i think we're going to be ready for this week which is another tough game at chardon mm -hmm. um, yeah. we're hoping That's a big one. yeah we're hoping to get a lot of kids out there and um and traveling so um we'll go from there so yeah um the dance oh yeah so i i, th I was in, i was i was not there at Donnie the dance. was not there yeah. sorry uh, oh, <laughs> so yeah uh i thought it was great um it's uh, it certainly started out a lot of kids can uh agree with me here that the dj he was he ramped up towards the end meaning he was playing just the whole time though he was playing rap songs which you know is fine that's what a lot of kids today listen to though yeah like and you kind of got to please the crowd. lyrics the were appropriate though, yeah lyrics were appropriate even though. the we, problem we, is we made though sure. is that that's actually not what people wanted to dance to that's what people sure want to listen to listen to but it's just the same yeah. thing the beat was getting repetitive and no one I heard really he kept used. extending the song. Yeah, so usually like the, as a the DJ, the chorus would keep I, going like, and yeah. going. As a DJ, you would just <laughs> you'd you'd either play the whole song and then go to the next one, or like mix around with the song. Well, it's usually mixing around. That's the whole point of DJing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like people don't give DJs enough credit sometimes. I actually DJ X Trav, who's in the school last year, uh, there was a certain gig where I actually helped him out one time, and I saw like all the work that went into it, and you know very eye-opening is it's a lot more work than you think yeah it's not just playing a song you know you have to transition from song to song make sure your transition is tight controlling the crowd is a huge thing that a lot of people i feel like don't give enough credit for mm -hmm. it's so much harder to control a crowd especially if you know they're coming in already with a negative attitude yeah. change their mind it's you gotta have that personality yeah. to make those connections with right. the kids yeah and that dj was not he he, oh, well, the songs he was playing, like, even all the people that I, like, I, I know people that do listen to rap, they still were not having a good time. And it was so weird how the night ended, too. He ended the night with playing September. And we were like, oh, we love this. And we are like, why wasn't any of the other songs right. like this? Yeah. So you're, I guess you're referring to more of the traditional, like, dance songs, almost yeah, like the wedding parties. We like, missed, you know, yeah, we missed most yeah, of the good The dance. journey, yeah, you know. It, I, you know think, I don't even think they play Kids and they, they should make, they should, they should have that mix. So I think that's good feedback, Jack. And I think, Donnie, you would agree as, as we start prepping for, you know, prom. That's yeah. our next yeah, ma major dance. Got, then, like, let's start getting some, let's get these song lists together, working yeah. with... Um, you know the senior class officers right. who who are go going to be dealing directly with the DJ Mr. Marquesi is actually the advisor so mm -hmm. I think that's, that's good, good feedback for him to move forward so yeah. we we have the the, the, the music and the thing that what was, we want yeah the thing that, that we should do is we should get someone who does weddings 
like for adults. Well, I'm sure that person does do multiple they do. gigs. They yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I'm pretty sure. It, you know. I just think the focus has to be on the songs and what the yeah. kids Because want. that that music, yeah. if they play the right songs. like Not that, if they, not that the hip-hop and dance, it, yeah. it needs to be a mix, though. Right. right. Like if they came out, like if you came out and you know, they, they still had like Old Town Road and stuff, and those yeah. are all notable rap yeah. songs at least. Well, yeah. okay, the, the thing is, is though, is when you think, I guess for older people when they look at the generation, they, you know, because we are too musically, we like to yeah. listen to a lot of music. You know? That's true. Um, but I think older generations, when they see what we're listening to and they try to get a grasp, they kind of just got to look at what's topping the charts. And a lot of it is just the same old, like, rap songs and same rappers on repeat. So yeah. it makes sense to me that he just played that because he's trying to connect with the kids. Yeah. But obviously it is, it's not as easy as you think because it's a very wide range of genres to select from. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, that's just kind of... That's good feedback, though. Good feedback. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. we can start prepping for the spring. Yeah, prom. so I think we're about to take our first break. Today, and, yeah, and come back with Mrs. Leone for yeah. the uh, second part of the podcast. Yeah, all right. Bill, are we going to have enough time to rehearse? How are you feeling right now? We're two days out until Thursday. Uh, final rehearsal with s'mores, seven o'clock. I think oh, it is. Right, six o'clock. Six o'clock. Yeah. So six looking o'clock. for. But yeah. what are your what are your thoughts? What's going on right now as we uh, lead up to the you know the first show? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. This is exciting, and I feel special to be a special somebody. Um, <laughs> we're we're excited. I feel tired, but I'm <laughs> I'm so excited, Jack. You're probably tired um, yeah, as well. <laughs> yes, but this is the exciting part. This is the the time where all the hard work starts to become apparent, and I start to get really excited during this week like I can't wait to have an audience I can't wait for people to come and see all the hard work that all the kids have done and it there's always something in the theater that that's a glitch that goes wrong so this year really wasn't anything new and different the show must go on Mm -hmm. and in the theater that's what we roll with and we're kind of used to making changes and, and making things work yeah, it's like a like any sport really. You know, you practice, you practice, and then you're getting ready for that first game. You're just you're revving up, you're amped up for it. I don't Absolutely. Know, this is my first performance, I'm not. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, that's how that's how it is though. That's how you should be, right? A yeah, bit. that's true. Which is surprising, because seeing Jack on stage, you would never know that this is his first time. He's a natural. Exactly. He really is. That's so nice. He is. It's been it's been so fun. So I'm very loud. Disclaimer. You are very loud. All right. But it works. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. I think um, that's that's part of the experience. Absolutely. Is, you know, there's going to be little um, bumps in the road here and mm-hmm. there, but um, everyone perseveres at the right time, and, and you guys are going to be front and center on stage. I'm expecting stage. a larger stage. audience. Stage. I think the the choice of Clue, and this kind of um, leads us into the, ne- the mm-hmm. next question, and just so our listeners know, um, Mrs. Leone and, and other members of of center stage, they they kind of have to come to me and, and present, um, you know, what they want to produce for um, not only the fall play but also the musical. So mm-hmm. I was pretty pumped when uh, she came in and we started talking about Clue. Yeah, I think last spring in May. I think I think so. Yeah, that's yep. when we start reviewing the script and yep. and everything. So 
how did how was Clue discovered? I know I don't know if it's become popular in a lot of our um, you know school drama programs, but mm -hmm. go ahead. Well, there's a lot that goes into choosing shows. We have to first of all see what licensing is available, which is something that people don't necessarily realize. We have to look at the publishers and see what is available for high schools to perform, um, and it's different and it changes. So this year Clue was available and it's a movie that people love. It's kind of one of those cult classics. It's almost so bad it's good. Um, <laughs> and it's it's so enjoyable to watch. So when we saw that uh, the Clue High School edition was available for licensing, we started to take a look at it. And then you also have to think about um, the students that you have involved in the program. And if you have the students to fill the types of roles that you are looking to cast. Um, obviously, you don't cast the show before auditions, but you have to have some people in mind or else auditions come and go and you don't have a cast. Right. So we knew that going into this year, we had lost a lot of talent because we had such a talented class graduate last year. Um, and we wanted to give a lot of other students the chance to get more comfortable on stage. We knew that having an ensemble type show would be a really good fit for this year. And that's what Clue is. It's you know six or seven really big parts that never leave the stage. They mm -hmm. come on stage at the beginning and there's no intermission. They never leave. There's so many lines to memorize. There's so much characterization going on and physicality. And it was just so much fun to think about giving a lot more students the opportunity to shine. Mm -hmm. So that was another piece of the puzzle. Um, so we were really excited to choose Clue and then we applied for licensing and um, the publisher told us we couldn't have the license at first because Clue, yeah. do you remember this yeah, little remember bit this of panic? Yes. Um, we they almost didn't give us the licensing because the Cleveland Playhouse is doing Clue in February. Mm -hmm. And there are all these rules. Was so that like a calendar thing it's, because it's too yes. close in number of months or something mm -hmm. like that? And mile radius. Okay. There's a lot of things that these companies take into account before they allow you to do their show. Um, but the nice lady named April that we begged and pleaded with, um, she <laughs> put our application through and we got the rights and we were so excited and then we found out that Chagrin also applied and they Ooh, got denied. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big time. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, April. Yes, April. Yes. She's she's my best friend now. Very nice. <laughs> it's funny if I could watch an underground clue performance. <laughs> illegal clue performance at Kent Cinema. Really yes, we would have to call it something like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who did, did it? <laughs> or Clue. You know. Clue. Yes. <laughs> with a K. Clue with a K. <laughs> Yep. Oh, man. So, we have a fantastic group of people leading at KCS. Uh, just asking to talk about the dynamics of the leadership and how you guys may complement each other, you know, mm. in yeah. different lineups. So, Mrs. Green and Mrs. Worthwine and I have so much fun working together. Um, Mrs. Green and I have worked with Kenson Center Stage um, together for the last eight years. We both were involved with the productions that Steve Hoffman was in charge of. So Mrs. Green and I already knew how well we worked together and we often mind meld and we kind of joke with each other about how we just 
think the exact same thing at the exact same time. Um, yeah. And then it was so nice to kind of merge the middle school and the high school drama programs and bring Mrs. Worthwine on to create the 6 through 12 program. And that's been really exciting and that's been really fun. And all of the, it's really nice to see everybody's strengths come to the surface. And the way that we split things up, uh, each of us takes point on a show. Mm -hmm. So I take point on the fall play, uh, Mrs. Green takes point on the musical, and Mrs. Worthwine takes point on the middle, middle school, school musical. Mm -hmm. So we all kind of have the show that is more ours artistically, but then of course we support each other throughout. Mrs. Worthwine does all the tech for all the shows, which right. is one of the jobs that it kind of goes unnoticed and unthanked because she so seamlessly puts all these details together mm -hmm. and you almost don't even notice it because she does it so well. Yeah. Um, and then Mrs. Green doing the music directing and the artistic directing of the musical, that's a lot that she takes on. So I assist her with the artistic directing and then I do the choreography as well, which is a lot of fun. So we really all get to work to our strengths and we work together really well. Mm, like yeah. the ideal cast, the behind the scenes cast, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, the behind the scenes <laughs> Well, no, yeah. I think I think what Donnie's referring to is is the crew behind Oh my goodness. stage and and it's it's the the prop people, it's the AV, it's everyone that's helping out. Absolutely. Um, wear those black shirts, right? Yes. right Jack? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without them, be there without them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not they're, they're even a little as bit. important yep. as as the main cast and and the characters, but um, like Mrs. Leone was saying, I think I think every successful uh, extracurricular activity is defined by sustainment, like over years. And so, the the piece that you mentioned with Mrs. Worthwine coming into the fold with the middle school, you are completely right. Six through twelve program. I think that's that that transition bridge mm -hmm. that was needed. So those kids still stay excited. They know a little bit Absolutely. about the expectations, you know, for three years, and then they get into the high school and mm -hmm. they're excited because of their larger productions, you know, and, and I think the program is just, it's a great balance which you guys have going on right now. It's wonderful. And the consistency is so nice with getting to know the middle schoolers as they come up, they already know what to expect. And we kind of know what to expect of them. And it's also really fun to watch them grow up. We right. really get to know them. and. It, that's a really fun piece. I remember the Adams Family play. Didn't you actually have a middle schooler come up for that, or was that a Mary Poppins? We had a middle schooler come up, yeah. okay. and this year for Elf, we're actually having a middle schooler come My up. My son. Your son, <laughs> and ironically, it's the same middle schooler. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. So got some talent. It is. This yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. this, this. What's his name? Who, Jacob he, Spencer. Jacob Spencer. What grade? Wait, is Jacob? the guy who's coming in to play my son. Mm -hmm. Jacob Spencer. Yep. I swear I've heard seventh that grade name before. I don't know. I think grade. Anyway, Jacob Spencer, he did. Um, he was um in uh, Black Christmas Story. Yep. And I saw him in Christmas Story. Like I paid with, with my family downtown. To oh, go downtown. Downtown. Yeah. Oh, wow. to go see this play at Playhouse Square. He's legit. Yeah. yeah. And then he came oh, in yes. and he walked in to come audition and it was me, Keenan, and Philip for the Hobbs family for Elf. He walked in I'm like. I know this kid. And it's like, <laughs> I've seen this kid on stage. I paid to see this kid. And I'm about to be working with him. I was like, 
Well, all right, this is going to be a little interesting. Celebrity status. Yeah. Celebrity status is very true. So, listeners, you may have heard uh, Elf two times now. And Plugged so, it's already. a little bit of, right. of a different setup for Kenson Center Stage this year as far as the shows. Uh, maybe Mrs. Leone can kind of expand on that. Um, I think it was because of the genre of having a holiday theme in Elf and why we. A little bit that. The calendar in the spring didn't really jive with the way we do the musical. It was just the way the calendar fell this year. A little bit chopped up. It was a little break. chopped up. Yeah. Yep. And the dates for seniors. So we have always toyed with the idea of doing a holiday show. And so with the calendar being the way it was, this was the perfect opportunity. So it's a little bit which came first, the chicken or the egg, but right. which came first, we wanted to do a holiday show or we had to do a show around the holidays. <laughs> so I think that it's going to be great, it's really be exciting. It's December, though, with all the concerts. Oh, plus yes. The mm -hmm. Elf will be early December. Yes, the first weekend, weekend of December. December. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, not, not that... Oh, what? That's not that far away. What was no. that? That's yeah, not that far away. No, it's not. <laughs> but it helps that we've already been rehearsing for Elf, and we've already been building the set for Elf, and the day after we take down the set for Clue, right. the whole cast comes in and we get started right. on full yep. cast rehearsals. I think no Jack's break. going to be able to, you know, take about a week off maybe nope. after Clue and then nope. right back in. That's no. why he's stressing out a little bit no with break. this. No break. <laughs> no break. I go right back on Monday. That's right. <laughs> Final question, Mrs. Uh, Leon here. Yes. So uh, you are now in your uh, third year of your theater class. And uh, how has that supported Kenston Center Stage or and its potential theater class? I've seen a lot of differences. Um, first of all, in the theater class, the students learn how to audition. And so having that knowledge and being able to practice it really helps with confidence and comfort when you come into an audition. And it also helps with getting the courage up to even sign up for an audition. So we've seen an expansion in who is coming to audition for the shows, which has been great. Um, we've also seen some students who have auditioned in the past and they haven't been cast, but they learn some basics and they, they get a little of that extra confidence and then we're able to cast them. And so that's been really nice too. Um, I got an email from a student last year after we cast Susical, and um, this student had said, you know, thank you for teaching me how to audition, for helping me with this confidence because I never would have auditioned and she ended up with one of our main roles. So finding those students who maybe aren't going to come forward on their own, that's been a big plus in the theater class. So content-wise, do you guys mm -hmm. break down like uh, different plays, different shows, or characters? or We don't really have on? a lot of time to get into that. We okay. mostly do basic theater skills. So we start with a lot of introspection, and we talk about how acting is reacting, and we try to connect theater to life and interactions that you have with the people around you, how is that different than being on stage? Then we move into a lot of um, nonverbal communication and physicality on stage and how body language can really affect the way that you portray a character, the way that you can react. It 
doesn't just have to be words on a page that gets the message across to the audience. Um, And then we move through, we do a little bit of a comedy unit, we do a little bit of a drama unit, so we touch on some genres. we don't have a, a lot of time to get into specific shows. We do a lot of scene work. We do a lot of improv, um, which helps a lot with that confidence building too. Improv, Jack? Uh, I love improving. I'm not very good at it though. <laughs> I also love improving. I read a great book this summer. It was called Yes And, and it was written by two of the marketing directors from Second City in Chicago, Ooh, yeah. which um, um, I love. Funny is when we went to New York for the chorus field yes. trip, uh, it was actually the guy had always said the number one thing about improv is that like the number one rule is yes and you yep. never want to say no and yeah. you want to stop the show. <laughs> yeah, it's the rule always of acceptance. Yes, yes yeah. and. Yeah, if I were to oh. say to you there's a T-Rex behind you, you'd be like, sweet. You'd yes, be like, exactly. no, you there isn't. Yes. You keep it going. Um, but the book talks a lot about how the skills that are needed for improv are the exact skills that you need in work. The working together, being able to accept failure, picking other people up, taking things and running with it. It's, it's a great book. Yeah. And it's right. true. Yeah, I'd, I'd always love to work up the guts to do something like that. I just I don't think I've ever had the comp. It's so much confidence. I feel like that goes into like show production and being able to get up there on center stage. Yeah. Like props to you guys and all you guys who yeah. you know take that leap. It is definitely a lot of confidence going in that. And it's definitely and another thing with me is that I I certainly was a little scared going up there for the first time because like I got casted for these roles. I'm like, oh, this is the first time I ever doing this, and these are like some decent roles mm-hmm. to start out with so I got a lot of once you're up there though it's no different it's, when you guys are on stage playing in your band right yeah. I yeah. mean you're under the light you, you just, it's natural right. and then when I started to kind of get into the character I was like oh this is why they cast me for this like this is literally like yeah. I'm going up here I'm literally just being myself just really loud which I already am <laughs> and then <laughs> you're a little smarter than your character though it's a wee bit just a little <laughs> just a wee bit also just a full disclaimer if you think you're coming into the play and you saw the movie the movie had three endings you don't know which ending we're doing ooh dun 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 hangers hangers that's right don't give it away though oh no. no we're not giving it away if you think you know what's up you, you don't Kim or Kim or Kim Curry Tim Curry <laughs> then you don't know what's up nope all right. So show times. So just so yes. So yeah. we have our s'mores final dress rehearsal on Thursday at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then we have a 2 p.m. show on Saturday. Half which, off for students. Yes, half off for students. Nice promotion. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then a 7 p.m. show on Saturday. And then our final performance is 2 p.m. on Sunday. Matinee. All right. That's Matinee. right. Thank you so much of for course. joining us. Of We are super yeah, excited for Clue this week. And, awesome. Um, good luck with the production. Thank you, and thanks yeah. for having me. This was fun. Outstanding. Hottest trends. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boy, I don't know what that was. I, we apologize <laughs> to every listener out there for that. Um. This is the hottest trends segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're in our segment where we go over some of the hottest trends. Uh, previously, if you were tuning in, uh, we talked about Joker and uh, how we're excited for its release, and it's here. And yes. that's what we're kind of going over again. And Jack, I, I've not had the pleasure of seeing it. I'm probably gonna go see it tonight. But tell us how it was. Dude, it was such a good movie. Hmm. Like, uh, let me just say, I have not had that much of a rush in a theater in a very long time. So it lives up to the hype. 
It definitely lives up to the height, even though the tomato meter is a little low. But the audit, you can oh, see. I can't it. trust reviews all the yeah, time. Yeah, you can't trust Rotten Tomatoes all the time because it's like a sixty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But then the audience score is like a ninety-five. Exactly. So like it's and it's and watching this movie, I and do you hear all the stories of the people that have portrayed the Joker or like, or was cast at him? As the Joker in the past, like Heath Ledger and everybody. Now Joaquin. They yeah, now Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, um, they all showed like signs of a little bit of depression playing this character because the amount of like character acting that comes in. Yeah, they get this, into like, the character so, so much, much that it starts affecting them yes. physically mm -hmm. and mentally. And so I don't know if Joaquin Phoenix, if he doesn't have that happen to him, then geez, I don't even know because this movie that he is going all out in is insane so good acting he's a very very good actor and then when you're sitting in this theater watching him you are just uncomfortable mm. with how well he's doing this character it's i haven't seen fabulous. it either yet um but i've heard the the entire prequel story of Batman is covered very well, yeah. every single detail. It wasn't cheesy. And kind of leading up to the whole Bruce Wayne, and we won't give anything away, but, right. you know, it's the next step then is is why Batman is Batman. Right. And that's kind of what I heard and read about. And, it, and, it's, and it's not like, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it's not like it's like, the Joker plays a huge part in Batman's life because there's a couple comics right. comics that like touched on that a little bit, but they they tied in it very well. And now I, it's I forget the actor's name who's supposed to play Batman, Edward Cullen. Mm. So if anybody's seen Twilight, he was Team Edward. Yeah, people were I people weren't too happy to hear that actually. Yeah, but also when people heard Joaquin Phoenix to be cast as Joker, that guy was a he he did a movie that he wanted to be serious, but then it turned out as a joke. I thought it was like a rat movie or something. <laughs> it was super weird. And then he, and then people were like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix for this role. And then they saw the trailers and they're like, okay, maybe we should go ahead. And yeah. They actually, I, I heard quite a bit about his life. Um, he comes from a very incredible life. Like I think his parents were in a cult or something and he was literally born into a cult, had a very traumatic childhood, I think. But now he's making it as an actor, so maybe he was able to touch back into that for his for his yeah, role. Definitely, but it was a fantastic, yeah. highly recommend. Yeah. So uh, rolling from hottest trends, we uh, go yeah. to our next segment. Well, we're just gonna touch a little bit on yeah, a I little event that happened at another oh, school. The other hottest. And um, I don't know if it's the hottest trend. It's not but a it hottest. Was, it was kind of a, yeah. a disturbing issue um, that, that was in the news and um, the. Mentor High School, some of our listeners may have followed this. Um, it was just really a disturbing event that, that occurred between two of their students, which ended up um, with some assault charges. And, yeah. you know, that type of violent act, that type of um, just even thinking about, you know, a fight or any type of aggressive behavior in a school is just not part of the culture yeah as a principal and how do you feel about all of this i was i was upset you know and i i actually reached out to the mentor principal and you know um we're we're in a uh, professional learning community together which means you know once a month we meet with uh, other principals so i'm sure the next time we meet we're going to talk about this this event that occurred and it's challenging for the administration to to number one face something like that but also probably disappointing so i don't know any history on the two students that were involved mm -hmm. um as you know with any event 
that goes on video, everyone has their own perceptions, everyone has yeah. their own interpretations. So if you don't know anything about Mentor, which is a fantastic high school, you know, you might now have a negative perception, like what's yeah. going on in that school? What is it, what's, you know, what's their culture like? Why did this happen? And I'm sure there is a justified story to why it happened. Um, because you don't see something like that every day in a high school, especially here at Kenston, we we hardly have any type of that physical conflict yeah. that we have to deal with. It could be do something with our our size because Mentor is a very large school, so I uh, think two times the size of Kenston. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So yeah. I think when you yeah. have bigger schools, do tend to have some more of those fights just because you know more people. That's you know you're gonna have a little more clashing personalities sometimes. But yeah, it's definitely it's weird for us to hear because I I don't think. In our school, we've never really had a fight of that magnitude, which we are very fortunate about in our community. But, yeah, it's really sad to hear that's going on around other schools. You know, just people nowadays just kind of it's, – it's weird that people are still acting this incredibly, you know, ignorant sometimes. That's a good word, though, and I think that that ties back to our conversation with Mrs. Smith and, you know, how we're trying to – support the tolerance and having respect for one another and differences and and to me that can kind of um, apply to everyone walking the halls in any school building is is to try to sustain that that positive um, you know atmosphere in a building yeah and it was certainly disturbing to watch that video because I knew like that person who had to be filming it like they were following the bystander, yeah, right. almost a little bit premeditated. That person who was filming knew that this was going to happen, right. and, and that person chose not to stop it. And then I can I can kind of understand just a little bit about the people that didn't really step in because it happened in like it was quick. It yeah. was very quick. Yeah. It wasn't like one of those prolonged. And thank goodness the student um, who was, was accosted is okay. Yeah. So I was, was I was worried when I first. It was certainly disturbing because when they the initial hit. I think actually knocked the person cold. Yeah. And then she kept yeah. punching him. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's definitely fortunate that the injuries weren't, well, I don't know the severity of the injuries, but glad it wasn't fatal. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So far, what I know is the student was released um, later that evening. So, all right, let's test. Tests were okay. All right. Um, are you down with that, Donnie? Kind of lightening up the mood right now. <laughs> so uh, so we, uh, we have a segment where we go over latest, uh, you know, another latest trend, and we kind of give our little hot take and uh, talk about what's going on with those. So this week's Are You Down With That is Birkenstocks. I love which Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks are a shoe company. Uh, they're kind of like older style. They look like sandals with uh, straps over the top of them known for being very comfortable. So, Jack, why don't you tell me about your Birkenstocks? Uh, yeah, they are totally unisex. Uh, yeah, guys wear them too, ladies. Um, <laughs> and uh, I do have a pair. I've had one for, or had a pair for three years now uh, in the summer. One of the best things ever. They don't blister your feet. You get a little bit of tan line, though, not going to lie. <laughs> when, people, when people look at your feet, though, and they see the tan, like, oh, he's got a pair of Birkenstocks. This guy's pretty cool. Uh, like, that's right, I'm pretty uh, cool. And I got these Birkenstocks, and I'm walking around looking like Jesus, walking through the beach streets. You already know. So That's I how it think is. Birkenstocks are, in. I mean, there's a lot of overhyped trends. Birkenstocks, to me, falls right in onto mm. that list. They are, they're shoes, like anything else. I think my sneakers are the most comfortable thing I wear. You know, I like wearing slides as well, but it's just one of those things where it took off, everyone hopped on the bandwagon, and, you know, 
not to say anything about you, but you know, you got a pair. Yes, you love them, but <laughs> yeah. are they really worth the money? Yes. All right. <laughs> what do you think, Abram? I don't have Birkenstocks in my in my closet. Um, when I am showing my toes, let's just say, <laughs> flip flops on the beach is about the only time. I do have some slides, very comfortable. Yeah. Um, but typically, no, I, I, I'm not wearing kind of the flip flop style. Yeah. If I saw you wearing Birkenstocks, I think that'd be the best day in my entire life. You give me a high five. If you rolled into school, <laughs> just stunting <laughs> with these Birkenstocks, I would give you a high five. That'd be the coolest day ever. Uh, yeah. All right, we're gonna go to a little bit of our reminders here. Don't so, forget. Yeah, don't forget. Um, well, tomorrow we are uh, we're off school and we are uh, respecting the Jewish holiday Yom Kippur, and uh, that is a new tradition here at, at Kenton Schools, and we're honoring those who practice the Jewish religion, and um, it is now a holiday that we have off, so um, we won't be in school on tomorrow on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, looking a little bit ahead, we are um, the following Wednesday um, looking at our PSAT day, Yes, and that's when basically uh, all of our freshmen, all of our sophomores are testing PSAT. Um, some juniors who want to qualify for the national merit. Remember, we talked about that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a junior and you want to qualify, uh, possibility of qualifying for national merit scholarship, you also will come in and test. And then we do have one option for our seniors. It's kind of that last chance SAT to get one more score in before the college app. So some seniors are also going to be in the building mm-hmm. for that half-day testing. Um, those who are not testing, which could be juniors, not testing national merit and seniors not testing anything um you know the expectation is that you're scheduling a college visit or you're going on that job shadow Mm -hmm. for a little bit more of that career exploration so this is a reminder to all those juniors and seniors to please set up that visit or job shadow you know like right now so you can participate in that and and really have a productive day that that's going to help you you know continue on with uh preparing for that next step yeah and anybody so. thinks you're gonna just skip you have to get a form signed so you can't skip <laughs> we are going to be putting out um, um a google form which those people who are, aren't testing will have to fill out what they did for mm. for that day so jack make sure you know i know you're not probably visiting any schools you know you come set on cincinnati, cincinnati. So <laughs> i'm repping yeah. it right now you better find a job real quick i've bypassed somebody i, in the hall and I, I really place. want our seniors to take advantage of this it's kind of like that first step of our mentorship program put yourself out there make some um, contacts with some employers that you might have an interest and then <clears throat> you know take that day and and get some experience of see if, if that's something that you want to pursue definitely so all right so we're going to go ahead with our uh, inspirational quote for this week. I did find this quote, um, and Albert Einstein again. Here we go. Yeah. Pessimist. Very smart, man. Yeah, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Huh. Donnie, you can go ahead. All right. So, you know, right off the bat, this is definitely to me saying, like, those people that look with the glass half full – will be looking at the world as in they're ready to take on their next obstacle. They're ready to jump over the next hurdle. And the people that are looking at the glass half empty are the ones who are going to be shying away from those obstacles, trying to find ways around it, you know, maybe not, maybe not bettering themselves in certain ways and, you know, just finding shortcuts in life. And 
you know, it's definitely better to be one of those people who faces your difficulties head on, mm-hmm. tries to leap hurdles, and you better yourself in that way. Yeah. Excellent. That's certainly, I, I do agree with you there. And it's also just another thing. When I always, I always very much respect a person that when they're really down in the dumps for a day, and I understand that they are, you know, not feeling up to doing a lot of things, but then the next day they go, that bad day was just a... I don't know why I was feeling that way. I, I got a lot of stuff to look forward just to. Just a bump to. in the road. Yeah. And that's the people that I really do respect. You guys always got to make sure that those, everyone's got bad days. It's just, it's just a matter. You just got to push through them. Things happen that we can't control. Um, and sometimes those are very poor, disappointing experiences that, that you go through in, in life. And to me, though, as an optimist, I see myself as an optimist. I try to look for that next step in a positive way mm-hmm. how do i how can i grow from that experience and it might have been a it might have been a bad choice that i or somebody had made and that has great impact now and whatever that may whatever that may be you always have to look and see kind of that that big picture so begin yeah. with the end in mind so like where do you want to end up how do you get to that even though you're you're down here don't dwell on it as a pessimist you know, be an optimist and, and keep rising every day yeah. to get to that yeah. that uh, final goal. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, I think this is going to close out episode four of the Principles Podcast. Just remember, uh, you can uh, check out our feed on hashtag Principles Podcast, or if you want to find the podcast on Spotify, do pr- uh, do Bomber Media. Type that into your search bar, and Principles mm-hmm. Podcast should come up, and you should uh, find all the episodes there. And I have been uh, Jack Sork, or I am Jack Sork. Stay classy, <laughs> people. <laughs> make sure you keep yourselves out of trouble. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah, Jack. Make sure you stay Jack Sork. <laughs> uh, this is Donnie. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you this e- evening, as always. Thanks for tuning in, and I will smell you later. This is Mr. Gabram, and I am signing off to our listeners. Please spread the word of the Principals Podcast. It's a great update of what's going on at Kenston High School. Uh, remember to get to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read that book. Reach out to an f- old friend. Accept the grind and those challenges and believe in yourself. That is all for Episode 4 of the Principles Podcast. Have a great rest of the week.